0: culture. You are listening to the next report, and welcome to episode forty-six of the next report covering Unix and everlook pop culture. Uh, Stephen Topkins is going to kind of be on the way out the door in the, in the middle of it. He's, he's he has an appointment that he has to meet, so um, we'll keep this part as brief as possible, but. Um, We've been, this is going to be a midterm election year, and we figured it'd be a good time to start talking about, well, let's just call them douchebag politicians, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, uh, Starting with somebody from uh, our neck of the woods. Let's see, it's like Rob Ford.
1: Um, Mayor of Toronto, the crack smoking Rob Ford
0: reminds me of Marion Barry, in D- who was, like, a major political figure in D.C., and it turned out he was, like, on the low end of the totem pole at one point in his life.
1: Well, and, like, the thing with Rob Ford, if you're not aware, um, he was recently involved in a scandal where, more or less, what happened, he, there was a rumor that there was a video of him smoking crack. He denied it. I didn't do that. Blah, 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 blah. It surfaced. And there he is, smoking crack with crack dealers and saying a bunch of racist things. <sighs> so he gets in a bunch of trouble, as you can imagine. And then, as it goes, he ends up uh, like saying a bunch of horrible things in interviews. He cusses a lot during inter- official interviews, so he'll drop the F-bomb in the middle of a public thing. And you know, There's a video of him talking to school children, and he says, God damn it, in the middle of something. So he's just, an awesome, he's, he's basically like like John Stewart's dream, more or less, because anything, every time I hear his name, I just laugh, because you know it's going to be something awesome. So on the span of not much time at all, this guy did that. There's another video of him at McDonald's doing a like, pigeon Jamaican accent like, he's basically, and he's saying, like, some immigration thing. He's like, hey, mon yeah, mon I want a double cheeseburger, mon And it's it's racist and embarrassing at the same time. He had his picture taken with a neo-Nazi. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking at <laughs> that right now. He, uh, uh, don't get that one. Yeah. <laughs> Like basically the, the 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 guy has a horrible drug problem and won't step down is the problem. He's technically he's still the mayor of Toronto but he has no power now. He refuses to leave office and basically he's he swears that he's going to get reelected. And my whole thought is we think we have some bad politicians. Oh my god, thank God we don't have Rob Ford. Cuz <laughs> look at this guy.
0: Well, he's on the same continent but he's up in Canada in which Friend of mine once noted Canadians are weird, very, very weird.
1: Well, that's that's fairly defining. If you look at all those pictures, (laughs) yeah, there's pictures where people took like uh, selfies of themselves while he was asleep, being drunk. Um, He uh, he recently, like during a a meeting, like charged at an old woman, like he was going to hit her, and then fell down. Like (laughs) it's just like it's it's awesome. And, like, he's not the only one doing this kind of stuff. Like, the reason we were going to talk about this topic was I was actually reading, and or I was listening to a po- uh, BBC News podcast, and this news story made me laugh because apparently in India, they had a, their parliament meeting <laughs> that they had got so heated, and I've heard about con- congressional meetings getting heated to where people take the ceremonial mace that sits out and, like, throwing it on the ground and... That causes a big gaffe. There was a guy that did a Nazi salute one time and got in trouble, but nothing like this. Apparently, uh, this this gentleman named L. Rajagopal. I'm probably butchering his name. I apologize. He got in a fight with someone. He smashed a glass and like basically insinuated that he was going to cut someone with it. Like you know, I'll cut you. And he uh, basically uh, this Home Minister uh, Sushil Kumar. Uh, Shinde tried to table a bill to create a Telangana which would be carved out of the Andhra Pradesh state. Some unconfirmed reports said that MP pulled out a knife, some other MPs reportedly involved in clashes with their opponents and it all culminated with Mr. Rajat Gapal unleashing pepper spray in the entire room and everyone had to be taken out and sent to the hospital. So, wow. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that brings a whole new level of holy crap. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, like, you know, I've seen, like, like English Parliament act like this where, you know, because, like, for how much our Congress and Senate act like jerks behind the scenes and they say things to each other, they're kind of like, you know, they are technically stabbing each other in the back whenever they talk. Uh, you, you watch, like, British Parliament and stuff, they, they're just flat out yelling at each other. and it, People, you could have red faces and I think this is what has co- like this permeated into India a little bit and all it takes is one guy to have a bad day and all of a sudden knives are getting pulled and you know <laughs> I, I hear Australian
0: politics gets pretty brutal too so it's, uh.
1: oh yeah they recently had the problem with uh, their former Australian prime minister she got and she, she would have like daily fights with her, like everybody because they were trying to I'm not generalizing with Australia, but they kind of come across a little bit misogynistic, and she was a pretty good target for it because the establishment did not like her. And there would be audio of speeches she would do, and there would just be people outright heckling her. And eventually she tore into them one time during a meeting and (laughs) made made their current prime minister because she unfortunately did a runoff election and he ended up beating her. But uh, she basically said... Said, you know, oh, if you if you don't like me that much, you can vote me out, and they voted her out. But he he said something. He basically insinuated that she should be in the kitchen or something, and she like destroyed him, like dropped the mic incident, and everything basically.
2: So sounds about as bad as Black Friday in a Walmart store anywhere in the <laughs> United States.
1: Are there For spray knives? People getting trampled to death. Before you head out, are there any like horrible politician situations you can think of that <laughs> stick out? Uh, if I was going to try and top that last story, no. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> uh, other than that, I really can't think of anything. Uh,
1: Marion Barry, I know you said that. That would be about the closest thing.
2: Probably. I mean, that would be the closest. I'm actually looking at a... Uh, link uh, is the 25 biggest political scandals in history and the one that I noticed was the uh, Teapot Dome scandal which was I remember reading about in um, in uh, my history books in high school
1: what was that What was that all about exactly um,
2: it's, uh, it, was, it was about oil reserves in uh, Wyoming oh, nice. at a place called Teapot Dome I, I only vaguely remember reading about it twice wait a second there but uh, it, it's considered uh, prior to Watergate it's considered, <laughs> it's considered the most sensational scandal in the Amer- history of American politics and uh, I, I know that there was another one in American politics where um, before we bought Alaska and it became one of the uh, states of the United States I, uh, there was something big going on with that and, have to look up the details, but I know there was a whole big problem of not having enough money to pay for it, and uh, what are we going to do with it? It's a it's a bunch of space when there's like nobody there.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, like another really good one is a uh, horrible politician's is a uh, Silvio Berlusconi. Um, he's probably one of the he's he's on Rob Ford ground basically. <laughs> He's a, he's a he's basically an older guy who owns like all the TV companies in uh, in uh, Italy, and he happened to be their you know leading official for quite a while. Well, apparently, he started doing these things called bunga, bunga parties, where he would hire uh, underage prostitutes to go and have sex with him and his friends. Well, people got wind of this, and he basically was pulled out of office, which you know normal circumstances considering he literally had sex with a 17 year old girl he would end up in jail well he then spent the next couple of years um, claiming that it was all a political ploy and that he did nothing wrong and he attempted to run for I believe the mayor of a, like he wanted to stay in politics. there was some loophole where since he hadn't been convicted because in Italian law if you're over a certain age you can't get convicted of something he's like 80 something. He, uh, you can't get in, so that loophole, he was going to run for office again, and then he, like, tried to force his party to, like, uh, withdraw from the election and all this other stuff, but finally they basically just sat him aside and said, okay, Silvio, you're done. <laughs> because he had made such a circus out of the whole thing that it just got to the point where he was more of a distraction than what he was worth at that point.
2: Huh. Uh, I just remembered one other thing. Before I head out of here, uh, I remember uh, re- hearing about this and studying this a little bit when I was in high school. Apparently, Ben Franklin was a big fan of. Uh, uh, it was either Ben Franklin or uh, one other um, politician in the United States a while ago that was a real big fan of going over to France and going to the whorehouses there and the brothels and.
1: Having all, having his way with as many people as he can get. That sounds like Franklin. <laughs> I know he was pretty notorious with that. Um, he just got his, had his fun, I guess.
0: <laughs> and apparently, so did Anthony Weiner until he went down.
1: And uh, uh, before we get to that, Stephen's going to be leaving now, so we're going to wish him luck and. Uh, we, we were recording a couple episodes here together, and we just had just enough time to get him in on the beginning of it. So I'm going to say bye-bye to him, and see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good old Anthony Weiner, man. Oh, good God. Yeah, the what was your favorite thing about his whole debacle?
0: Just
1: look at his face, and I'm just like,
0: how is anybody going to kill this man? Seriously. Well, first of all, his
1: last name's Weiner. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. If your last name's Wiener, don't show people you're Wiener. That's that's the thing. Like, he couldn't have had a, a, the most... Like, come on, you know? <laughs> There's nothing you can say about it, really. I mean, if you're going to be known for a scandal, don't make it be your last name. You know? For those that don't know, he, uh, he, he got in trouble for basically taking... Creepy pictures of himself. He was where he was wearing underwear, but you could see his uh, his little little Anthony Weiner down there, very clearly in the underwear, and made a point to accentuate it and everything. And he then proceeded to, you know, he did the thing where he stood out in front of the steps with his wife, looking sad. And his wife, his wife was there with him in the whole business, and. You know, this was, I'm sorry that I did this, and, you know, this is a lapse in my judgment. And then he did it again. <laughs> like, and then he was going to run for mayor, and people finally wisened up to him. Like, oh, my God, it's just like.
0: <laughs> and, and the bad part, you know when M4 Wars runs a headline that says, you know, the top, you know, so many insults to Anthony Weiner that you're you pretty much done. Yeah. Because even, even they were having a field day with that man. Uh, and it's just like, Anthony, we are out. Anthony, we are down.
1: Well, I think the best part was when they started getting more and more, because the, the second scandal wasn't necessarily that he was taking creepy pictures of himself. Was he was emailing people, soliciting sex from them. And apparently he was using the pseudonym Carlos Danger. That was the, his name. So, not only is his name Anthony Weiner, and he was, you know, taking Weiner pictures, apparently his Yahoo username or whatever was Carlos Danger. So let's just let, let that sink in for a little bit. Because, like, wow. You know? <laughs> that sounds like a crappy, like, 80s spy movie or something. Like, there's just no... There's no going back from that. Like, if you're going to have anyone take your political career seriously... Don't do any of that stuff. Well, and it, it, it's kind of like uh, you've had all these congressmen recently that have been doing stuff like that, like the gentleman that had the Brazilian, was she Brazilian or Argentinian? He had a, a love affair with a prostitute. He would, like, lie and fly take a private jet down to Brazil or uh, somewhere in South uh... America all the time and have his relationship, and apparently he what got him was he was embezzling money to her. And then you had the gentleman that uh, uh, had the sexual this the the thing where he was going into public restrooms and soliciting sex from young men. It's just it, there comes a point where it's just like you you, you want to look back and say how out of touch with society are these people? Like what makes them think they're going to get away with this stuff?
0: <laughs> you know? And a lot of the stuff making like the whole hate scandal sound completely tame oh, yeah. compared to everything else, like. Uh of course, he had H- Newt Gingrich basically, you know, being I and mean, secretary while his wife had cancer.
1: Yeah. And then he cheated on her when they got married, too. Uh. <laughs> it's like he keeps trading his wives in for the younger model every few years and then doesn't understand why he isn't allowed to talk about family values.
0: Uh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because, let's face it if you're gonna if that's gonna be your big thing oh well, it's like the gentleman that I can't remember his name unfortunately and I apologize but the uh the the guy that I mentioned that was uh, doing the uh the thing where he was soliciting sex from underage boys he uh, I'm gonna try to look get his name here he was a, a very 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 anti-gay rights type person like he was having a he was one of the people that would come out and basically perform fire and brimstone you know, sermons against homosexuality at the turn of a hat. And it's just, you know, the irony there. They always say that most likely if someone's that against it, they're probably self-hating and um, gay themselves. And I believe this was Larry Craig... And, yep, that is him. (laughs) He was a a Republican politician from Idaho. And basically, you know, he ended up having to resign from it because his whole political career just ended up completely messed up. And it's not, you know, I'm not saying anything's wrong with homosexuality or anything, but, you know, you're soliciting sex from underage (laughs) boys and then lying about it on oath, that's a problem.
0: Hey reminds me of, like, the the whole... This was back in uh, in an episode we did, like, last year. There's the... Not to be confused with, like, the former CNN anchor, or former CNN host, uh, this guy named Larry King, who's a prominent GOP figure, who was involved in this whole, you you know, underage sexual scandal and everything else. Where we talked about the cover up and other things. So, yeah, it's just these vastly strange things going on. But we're not the only ones doing this. Apparently, this is an international issue as well.
1: And I think, honestly, that's why you're starting to see all these uprisings that are going on right now. Because people are starting to think that you know these politicians are basically like some kind of messed up ruling, like, they're, they're, they're almost like cartoonish medieval aristocrats at this point. Like, they are going out of their way to, you know, keep themselves in office and be wealthy. And, you know, you're seeing, like, in Ukraine right now, there's a huge revolution starting to happen in Ukraine that looks pretty messy. Uh, Bosnia, you didn't hear much about this one, but there's actually a similar situation going on in Bosnia right now again. Bosnia doesn't need anything like that, but what's happening is the politicians are going against the will of the people, making these horrible decisions, and then they're making themselves out to be the most corrupt individuals ever, and then they don't understand why everyone suddenly has pitchforks and you know, torches out.
0: And uh, and which brings us to another point of you know, there's that threshold that's reached at some point and everything is crazy. All held place. Who's that But um uh, and At all from being a jerk, douchebag, Mm -hmm. towards other people. And at some point, they're going to have enough and say, You're done. We're done
1: with you. Unless you're Silvio Berlusconi, who somehow stayed in office that entire time. (laughs) Until recently.
0: Okay, who was she again?
1: No, Silvio Berlusconi was the the, uh, Italian prime minister.
0: Oh, that's right. (laughs) I. I'm still operating off of well practically no sleep at this point <laughs> I'll have uh up nearly twenty four hours straight, and that's alright. That a lot nice. So So to counteract this with some positivity here, because you know it can't be all some of it was, you know, comical. It was just cracked me up. Um, I know there's also some, uh, you know, some positive people in office out there now that actually are trying to do their jobs um, and everything else. And, and it's kind of tough when you're surrounded by people who don't care or who are like, oh, I'm in here and getting a guaranteed paycheck, depending on what office it is, or guaranteed control over this and that. Uh, can you think of anybody who is pretty positive in office in terms of impact on the population or anything like that?
1: Well, there, I mean, there's, there's the problem with any politician is they're going to be hailed by one side and demonized by an, another. Um, I tend to like, personally, if, if I'm going to get behind a politician, I don't like them to toe the party line. And that's one, one reason that, you know, prior to the whole thing... With uh, you know, I, I I I don't vote Republican, but I actually thought about possibly voting for Chris Christie before his bridge scandal, because he actually was calling out his own party, and the Republican Party needs people that aren't going to just toe the party line the entire time. And he was actually willing, like during the the election when he was supposed to be sh- uh, buddy buddy with Mitt Romney all the time. The they had the uh, Hurricane Sandy go through. And his own party got mad at him because he was seen talking to Obama. And he was like, um, guys, shut the hell up. A hurricane destroyed my state. You need to stop. And I was like, man, that gives that's props. You know, He's a giant, loud windbag, but I think he could have possibly got some stuff done. But then he apparently, you know, <laughs> decided to, to divert the traffic on a... Uh, or his people, allegedly, diverted traffic on the most a busy bridge in the entire state of New York and New Jersey and ended up ruining people's lives and stuff for a couple weeks. So he's probably not going to be elected now. But it's just, you know, and I'm not, his policies aren't great or anything, but it seemed like he actually was listening to people other than what I don't like are people that come out and tell you they proselytize their opinion to you. So you have people like your your Rick Santorum, you have your Aww. Michelle Bachman's, you have, you know, the, you have these politicians that will come out and tell you that you're wrong and they're right, and I don't like that. So, and for me, it's few and far between. You know, I, I, I did enjoy when Gary Johnson ran for president last time. It was uh, really awesome to go meet uh, Jim Gray at that the, the we the his vice presidential candidate. But, you know, because I didn't necessarily agree with every single thing that he he stood for, but he actually was making the effort to come out and talk to people and, you know, listen to people and everything.
0: So, kind of interesting counterbalance to a to degree. Just, and plus there are some comical examples overseas of, well, we think we have it bad, at least we're not pulling guns on each other and doing really stupid things.
1: or at least you're not like in North Korea, you don't have uh, the president of the country declaring his own uncle um, a a plight on the state, and then allegedly, I say allegedly because there's not proof that this actually happened. This very well might be propaganda, so that's why I'm going to cover this, but supposedly he executed him by way of throwing him in a pit full of dogs. So, we could have it worse here.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, what are some of your... Your favorite politicians to point and laugh at. Give us a, you know, give us a shout out on our fan page on Facebook or on our Google Plus page or other social networking site that we link to on thenextreport.com, uh, and drop us a message at three four45. You could be very well be on a future episode of the podcast. Entertain yourself, educate yourself, empower yourself. Um, thank you, Stephen Tompkins, for joining us for a few minutes.